It's time for The Ship Report, the show about all things maritime. I'm Joanne Rideout. It's Friday, February 23rd, 2024. Well, today we'll continue with honoring this weekend's Fisher Poets Gathering by celebrating the life and work of Fisher Poets who have passed. So today we'll celebrate another past Fisher Poet. Yesterday we talked about John Campbell. Today we'll celebrate another past Fisher Poet, a talented person and personality who is now gone but whose work remains. People who've attended the FPG over the years may remember Harrison Smitty Smith. He was truly an iconic Fisher Poets Gathering figure over the years and well-known to folks who've attended the gathering since its inception in 1998. His eloquent, gritty works inspired many other fishermen and women to write. Smitty died in 2012 at the age of 86. He lived on the Long Beach Peninsula. He became a commercial fisherman in the mid-1960s. He built a 43-foot trawler, that's a kind of fishing boat, called the Sea Miner, in 1970 and headed to Alaska. He became famous for giving technical help to other fishermen over the radio, solving equipment problems. Since he had always been a poet, Smitty often read his poems about fishing to the fleet during slow times. Many of them were published in the Alaska Fisherman's Journal. In the late 1970s, Smitty met Lori Haight. Lori became a longtime performer at Fisher Poets Gathering herself. They shared a love of adventure, fished together out of Sitka, and traveled extensively. In 1985, they began cruising the South Pacific in the Akvavit, a 53-foot steel sailboat they built in Stanwood, Washington. Their many years together as husband and wife included a passion for motorcycles that led them on many adventures. Smitty always had a great infectious energy about him, and it was just a delight to hear him perform. His wife, Lori, is still a performer at FPG, and you can see her perform at this year's gathering. So I'd like to play a recording now of Smitty Smith reading one of his poems. This was from a CD that I produced for KMUN in the early 2000s that was recorded at the Astoria Brewing Company, which was then called the Wet Dog Cafe, on the waterfront in downtown Astoria. It was really a challenge to capture sound in that kind of squirrely venue, which was a crowded restaurant and bar full of people who had all come to hear the Fisher Poets. But it was a wonderful place to sit and take it all in, and that's what I did helping to host, even then, KMUN's live broadcast on the radio so that people who could not be there could listen to some of this unique event. That live broadcast is happening tonight as well. I'll be your host for KMUN's live Fisher Poets broadcast from the Liberty Theater in Astoria from 6 to 10 p.m. on Friday and Saturday nights, so tonight and tomorrow night. Also, if you're craving a little additional Fisher Poet preview, tune in at 10 a.m. today, Friday, on KMUN to hear John Tullis's show, River of Songs. Today's show will feature live guests who are all performers at this year's gathering, and I'll be co-hosting with John on that show today. So here is Smitty Smith performing his poem, Crick Robber Gray, about a special shade of gray paint favored by commercial fishermen before the days of radar and sonar. Okay, I got another one here that uh, seems to... Uh exemplify some of the sights around. One, one that's it's most uh, painful for me to see is that someone's old fishing boat used for a decoration. Anyway, this is a poem, and the name of it is Crick Robber Gray. If uh, any of you fishermen in the audience are law-abiding, you probably don't know what Crick Robber Gray is. But anyway, it's a 
traditional color for fishing boats. <clears throat> I went to a garden party. I washed my hands and face, shed fishing duds for city clothes. I sure felt out of place. I made attempts at conversation with the gathered folks, smiled weakly at the cliches, and chuckled at the jokes. Trapped in these surroundings, far from self-assured, flowers, shrubs, and gardens so neatly manicured. Coming to this party was not of my choosing, but I felt obligated and that row ruled out refusing the invite from the widow of my longtime fishing friend, who now was resting peacefully with no more nets to mend. To fit in with this party, I'd at least have to try and find something with which I could identify. So to the center of the garden, I was somehow drawn where my old friend's fishing boat was perched upon the lawn. Now just a decoration, stripped of ropes and lines, ooed and awed at by the city folks all dressed up to the nines. There was no mistaking the grace of, of a line full of flair, despite attempts to mask its state of disrepair. Caulking seams agaping, a plank or two were sprung. Some stainless rigging still shone bright where a fuchsia basket hung. And the garden keeper's notion of a decoration quaint, the hull now hideous in blue and yellow paint. A far cry from its former home of river bend and bay, where it proudly wore the color of Crick Robert Gray. When this boat came off the grid, beginning each new season, it bore a certain color, and for a darn good reason. There was a chance that it would drift a few feet off the line and have production interrupted and a needless fine. Because it fished all sorts of weather, and on a foggy day, there was a great advantage to Crick Robert Gray. Though paint was necessary for the woods protection, also necessary was freedom from detection. But discovery now no longer determined by the glint or practice eye aided by a seven power squint. Now all is revealed by Loran and Radar's cathode ray put into obsolescence use of Crick Robert Gray. Though lines, though times have changed, selecting paint from force of habit, the fisherman sees that familiar can and is likely still to grab it. Because the fishing boat is special, built for work, not play. Tradition dictates color. That's Crick Robert Gray. The garden party's over. I said my goodbye to my old friend's fishing boat. A tear came to my eye. And as I took just one last glance, yellow paint had peeled away. I saw a few remaining flakes of Crick Robert Gray.
You've been listening to The Ship Report, the show about all things maritime. I'm Joanne Rideout. You'll find ship schedules and a podcast of this program on my website at shipreport.net. Ship Report podcasts also on Apple and Spotify. You'll find marine weather and links to ship schedules and more on my Ship Report Facebook page. Thanks for listening and have a great day.